Welcome to The Frick. We try to figure out what the frick this podcast is about. Um, and Accurate. So, who knows how long this is going to go for. We, we, we could, we could be doing like years of this and it's like, we still don't know what this podcast is about. No, we'd have no idea. And we'd still yeah. be stuffing around with seeing if things get recorded or not. <laughs> so, this is, our, yeah. this is our, actually yeah. our second attempt. So. This is yeah. This is uh, this is yeah, authenticity. Yeah, yeah. This is real. This is you know, soul of the earth. <laughs> Good stuff. Genuine. It's, uh, Genuine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Word. Word. I'm st- I'm still Jenny from the block or something. You are. <laughs> Apparently. Do, do we want to talk about um, Hellraiser 22 for the first time since we've we've both yeah yeah uh, just I know we've we've just recently uh, engaged with that uh, piece of media and we would we could talk about it for the first time ever. <laughs> we can for the first time. <laughs> I'm wondering yeah. what you thought of Halloween. Um, what did I call it last time? <laughs> screaming millennials. Halloween screaming millennials or Hellraiser screaming millennials? Are we did talking I say Halloween? Oh, um, Hellraiser. Halloween. Oh God, what a week! Oh no, I watched the wrong movie. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Is this Halloween? Halloween is another, yet another movie where they reboot it and just use the same original title because there's like a there's a Halloween from the eighties and there's a Halloween from like relatively recent. We've got a Hellraiser from the eighties and a Hellraiser from now. It's what brings in the dollars and Scream. Yeah, Scream, Scream. There was Scream ninety six, ninety seven, and now Scream twenty two. That's. then there'll be Scream really, uh, 20, 2040, then Scream 2046. Yeah. And on it's and on like, it goes I, for the dollars. Yeah. I know what you did last summer, and I also know what you did 30 years ago, because this is the nostalgia cycle. <laughs> and I know what you'll be doing 30 years from now. I know, I know what you'll be doing. From- <laughs> oh, I know. I know. You'll be you'll be digging up that Hellraiser title That's once a, again. Yeah, yeah, yes. Dusting off uh, Doug Bradley's, <laughs> Bradley's corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Chanting around a Ouija board. Yeah. Doug like Bradley, will you appear in need... another Hellraiser? The answer is no. <laughs> F we'll you. See... <laughs> we'll see about that. Get the shovels. <laughs> this is Hollywood, god yes. damn it. Dig, Do you think we could dig, dig up... Do you think we could dig up Doug Bradley? Uh do you remember we tried that once before, sir? Oh, yes, he's dead. And rather pungent. The rest of that night is something I'd like to forget. So, <laughs> Weekend of Bernie's 2, Hellra- yeah. Hellraiser, Hellraiser 46. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I called it. Yeah, no, meanwhile, sorry. Doug Bradley's like, I'm not dead yet. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Yes, yeah, what did I, yeah, what did I call it? Hellraiser. Hellraiser Scream Hellraiser Millennials. Scream Millennials. And yeah, I think he yeah. corrected me and said, no, no, it's Hellraiser Screaming Gen Zers. That's right. I did. Yes. To be more um, accurate. Yeah. So you corrected uh, to, me, and you're quite right. For, for those listening, I did do it with a, a sarcastic um, actually, because uh, it, it actually doesn't really matter. These The generations mm. are very fluid. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah. I was having a quick look at the online reviews for Hellraiser 2022. Yeah, because it's, it's and, been out for a little bit longer. Yeah, and one of them was, this is from Jessica Burkell. She said, this movie held my interest. I'm not used to this pinhead, but it is based off the book. Still, it's a good watch. And it doesn't seem to be I think they I think there was a bit of a thing where I think there was like a fake um reaction to the female pinhead in Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. And um I don't think I, I, I can't see any any real ramifications of it because obviously it's female actor mm. playing pinhead now, yeah. the high priest that they call it. 
But yeah. And the normal thing was, oh, they've gone woke. Oh, and I don't think anyone really cares. Oh, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. yeah but no, obviously, this, <laughs> this sadist, you know, yeah. with, with brass implants. Yeah, of course. Yeah, totally woke. <laughs> like equ- yeah. equality, equity and horror. Like, come on, guys. It just, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, there is. Uh, we might, which may as well take us into um, thoughts, and you know, about, mm. for example, like the 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 new pinhead or the the high mm. priest. Yeah. So I mean, I I was I was impressed by the whole affair, and I thought the the new the new pinhead. We're just going to call it the new pinhead, because yeah, um, because of everything she didn't say. You know, there was a real economy of verse there. She was very mm. understated. Um, I remember in one Hellraiser movie, I think it was. Or maybe three. Doug Bradley uh, literally kind of pirouetted around a pole, almost like he was like pole dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this was instead very much. She just stands there with her hands in front of her, very mm. understated, yeah. right to the end, you know. And we'll we'll get more into that. But yeah, I, I felt like it's what she didn't say. She was very quiet, didn't say a lot. And also when she did say, you know, it just really kind of. These are needles, you know. These are really pointed comments, you know. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Enough is a myth. Fantastic line, you know. Once you cross the threshold, you can't retreat from it. There are only further thresholds. Like, yeah. And all, you know, no fireworks, no, no racket. This is just her stating a manifesto, sort of thing. And it's, it, it just makes, it, you know, it's so threatening and so intimidating. Which is how, which is how it should be. Know. The, the, right, the writing be. is back a little bit into giving mm. them some weight. Which was good, yeah. Yes, yeah. Because I think that's the other thing. Like when you've got characters who have got like you know all this horrendous body horror, they the, they need to say and do less because it, it's yeah. like the, the, they don't the need to prove themselves. themselves. Yeah, yes. that's right. They don't need to prove themselves because if they know what they're doing, they know who they are, mm. and, and we and can that's... see that these are people not to mess around with. <laughs> Well, yeah, which is you know. which is why I liked how fe- female Shaggy, which is what I what I call Riley character, yeah. Riley character. <laughs> I like female Shaggy, female Shaggy. How at the end, how she said, because the whole thing was to bring her brother back, and I liked yes. how she said in the end, well, no, because she saw the chains fly out whenever someone yeah. wanted something from these guys. It was. Yeah, yeah, which is the typical Cenobite thing. It's 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 yeah. It's, um, it's like it's, their gifts always have some kind of catch to like. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, yeah, and she was smart enough to realize. Well, if I want my brother back, mm. I know it's going to come at a cost, and and that was good. It was good. Mm. It was like um... it's interesting because it gave her a character arc as well. Because like we yeah. see her at the beginning of the movie, she's making like just bad decisions right from mm. Trevor <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. all the way along. We we it's mm. well established that this this woman is a train wreck and she just consistently makes bad decisions. We're watching her yeah. going, oh for God's sake, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, her brother's looking out for her and she's just pissing in his face. Like we we know, we both know people like this in real life. And it's mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. frustrating. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, it's like it, she makes a good decision you know it's 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 actually yeah a, yeah you know it's it's like there is an arc there she has gone through you know she's gone to hell and back sort of thing and then and she's come out of it thinking okay i need to be smarter about my choice i know i i need to not think about the initial impulse like what do i want right now yep. i need to think of the long-term consequences sort of thing would you have thought of that as a selfless thing that she did or not it's it's selfless because she's not getting her brother back but at the same time it's also because in that situation i'd be thinking like first of all 
if my, let's assume her brother is actually dead, if we bring him back, mm. under what circumstances? You know, like exactly. what, what's his life going to be like? You know, so it might not what's even be so, like yeah. a self-sacrifice of mine. It's like, what's it going to do to him? It's like, yeah, for me, yeah. there's imagine, imagine it's like the imagine the catch is nothing for her. Like she gets to have her brother back. She's do- well, she's he, doing well. She's doing it for him you know, as well. Really, she, she doesn't want to bring him back yeah. into this sort of hell, so to speak. It, yeah, right. So, like, she might live a, a normal life just like a regular person, but, like, what about if he, uh, you know, comes back, but he's, mm. you know, it could be something kind of, you know, not immediately bad, like um, he might have, like, eternal life, for example. Yeah. And, you know, and and but, like, still be able to, like, uh, get injured and things like that. So I'm thinking, you know, death becomes her, um, those two women. <laughs> yeah. They're able to live forever and even when right at the end when they f- literally fall to pieces and they, they, you know, they, they've become quite bitter and jaded and all this kind of stuff. They're, they're trapped in these like living, but utterly useless bodies. Cause they've basically smashed to pieces sort of thing. Mm. You know, yeah. that wouldn't be a great existence. It's like, yeah, okay. You're living forever, but at what cost? Sort of thing. Yeah. He wouldn't be able um, to read poetry to his, um, to his other half in bed <laughs> as all gay people do because that's what gay guys do they read poetry to each other right. and guess play guess I mean, the poet i mean it was okay it yeah. was you know, i was establishing his was, character uh, i suppose but yeah, yeah. it just yeah. i had a bit of a chuckle i had a bit of a chuckle at that it, yeah it, it's you mean bit, it was lord byron yeah. oh i should have got that no <laughs> i'm so gay <laughs> damn it you know you know maybe spit take on my mic sorry um yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, it's um, but that was fine. Yeah, There's no I, problems I thought, with that. Uh, obviously, yeah, but this, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I guess the, the 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 final analysis. I mean, we'll, we'll, obviously, this isn't the end of the the podcast. We've got much more windbagging to do. But <laughs> this, this, the the final analysis. This this is actually a, a pretty good tale, well told. Um, with with no the only little speed humps uh, are small enough that you you can you can kind of go through them. You know, you can forgive them. Yeah, worried. yeah, because yeah. there's just so many other good things like yeah how how Pinhead you know the new Pinhead um, describes heaven as being one note. You know, she's like, "What do you pray mm. for?" Again, this mm. is economy of verse. Like she starts praying. You know, the, mm. um, Nora starts praying, and she goes, "What do you pray for?" Mm. And uh, she says, "Salvation." And it's like, you know, she just says, "What heaven is just, you know, eternal happiness." One note. Where's the music in that? Boring. Goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Like, yeah. Basically saying, you know, this is music, and then she, you know, she hurts her, and and there's, it's like, and you can see the priest sees that as music. Like this is her, this is her art. This is her music. This is that's right. It's like their world view in a way, how they view mm. the world in terms of sensation and mm. how things build upon each other to create something, the whole salvation thing. Yeah, it's like you're happy forever. That can be boring, mm. being happy it's, forever. It, it's like having it, one emotion forever is is a scary prospect in some ways, whereas at least they have some yeah. variance in terms of levels of it's, pain and experience. It, when, you, when you sort of link it back to uh, or when the, at the end of the movie, which says, you know, when you cross a threshold, you can't retreat. There are only further mm. thresholds. Um, when you take that back to the point where, you know, they're all about exploring sensation, you know, you think how long these people have been alive and the thresholds they've crossed. Yeah. And now at a point where they're like stretching their skin in all these places, because they, like, they have <laughs> yeah. to do this. You know? yeah. there's, there's just no way they can have any kind of sensation that would be remotely typical to us. And mm. that's, that leads us, I think, pretty well into uh, 
uh, old mate Voight. Voight? Hoyt? Uh, uh, it was Voight, wasn't it? Was it Voight or Hoyt? Voight rings a bell. Hmm. And his his whole thing where he has the, I guess, music box slash accordion mounted into his chest, <laughs> um, this is what the kids are using instead of an iPod. This <laughs> is an iPod now. <laughs> you, we, we use a, a, a wind-up uh, string-powered music box, mm. uh, which, you know, the sound quality is to die for. But <laughs> But you know, when we see him get rid of that device, uh, that was a again that was a really simple bit of practical effect. Like it, I reckon it was just yeah. a literally it was literally an intern with a bag full of goopy brass pieces out of camera, just dropping them down on the ground. It cut together, it just it was perfect. It's because it, yeah, it who yeah. hasn't who hasn't prayed to the porcelain telephone? Like that's exactly <laughs> what it was like, but just like. 10 times worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, uh, watching that, I was like, wow, there's so much going on. Like, first of all, we get to watch someone get unmessed up by a cinema, which is, that's a first. We, you know, I was wondering. Yeah, okay, true. So I've never seen. Going? Yeah, I haven't seen that sort of going back aspect. So they've, they've sort of changed. Yeah. yeah, they've changed. It's it was good how they changed. a one-way yeah, street. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. The hooks come out, they gouge you, and that's it. Yeah. I was going to say, like, the. <laughs> The good parts of this one that they introduced was um, the, how they actually explained the configurations. They actually said that these, these were the six configurations or yes. five or whatever they were. Yeah that, yeah. that was really cool. That was really cool to actually have that, some sort of explanation really, really to, cool. which, which built on the and, plot a lot better. It actually drove the plot a lot better rather than just open the box and the chains fly out. Mm, it was more like, okay, yeah. these, are, these are steps now. Like we've always known. I don't even like. I don't even think it's referred to as the lament configuration in the first two movies. Like we, we basically Hellraiser law is really only contained in the graphic novels in the first two movies. Really? The, the okay. rest of them are just kind of pissing about as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Just like yeah. throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks. Cause nothing has, <laughs> nothing has remained, you know, whereas from the first <laughs> nah. two movies and the, the graphic novels, there's, there is an interplay within those stories that, builds on the law whereas the other mm-hmm. where are we no eight movies they're just, they're just kind of pissing about they're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall mm. to see what sticks it's kind of like superman 2 where they're just like inventing powers <laughs> you know pinhead's trying to take over the world and but he's also like a redeeming factor like he's a he's a, a character like who wants to punish people but it's like he's none of the above guys you, you are missing every point possible but yeah anyway well when, 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 it's um, funny you say that because i i looked up the list of hellraiser films and there is a similarity in the um blurbs for each film in their literal descriptions there's one here okay so we've got hellraiser hellseeker 2002 so okay but, tell me the so, tell me the description i'll see if i can just i'll see well, if i can rem- think which one which well one look it's pretty much the first sentence so <laughs> no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do a comparison i'm just going to do a comparison oh, okay. between yep. hellraiser hellseeker and hellraiser mm-hmm. inferno 2000 so here's hellraiser okay. inferno 2000 a shady police detective becomes embroiled in a strange world of murder, sadism, and madness. Hellraiser Hellseeker. A shady businessman attempts to piece together the details of the crash that killed his wife. <laughs> there's a couple of shady people involved in these worlds, and I just thought, okay, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a common theme here. A shady businessman and a shady police detective. It's like, anyone else shady? It's like they're trying to turn these people into, they're trying to turn the Cenobites into kind of almost avenging angels in a way. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to root for them. Yeah. yeah, And and 
Whereas when you think of the first two movies, it's it's Kirsty is like the archetype of eighties innocent teen, you know, very pure oh, yeah. and all yeah. that. And that's the point. She, yeah. she's you know the Cenobites are trying to lure her. It's the temptation. It's not the yeah. it's not the redemption or anything. It's the temptation. And it's same like with assassins uh, for hire. Female Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. female Shaggy. She's yeah. she's not in any way shady or bad. She just makes shit choices, and that's yeah, what yeah, leads yeah. her into contact with the Cenobites. No, I think that's a that's a great. That's a good take on on this idea. Whereas mm. you know, mm. shady businessmen trying to harness the power of the box or whatever. It's like because we have to say we have to explain that f- female Shaggy she should have taken some pills in the park. Yes. She's had a real downer. Her brother's kicked her out, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. she she pops the pills. He comes looking for her. Goes into the toilets to because he cuts himself on the box, right? Yeah, the box. Like she's, she's been playing the with the box, and, yeah, and he cuts himself on the blade. He cuts himself, goes uh, into the the men's room, which washes himself, marks him as it were. Yeah. yeah, which marks him, and then he disappears, and that's that kicks mm-hmm. off that kicks off the film. But mm-hmm. female Shaggy can't tell if she was tripping or not. She was like, oh, I took yeah. all these pills. I don't know what was mm-hmm. going on. Um, I thought that was a really good um, int- introduction to her. Like you say, it's not that she's mm-hmm. she's bad necessarily she just makes bad choices and so you see that growth in her through the film which is good yeah but i was i was i remember i was well, you went so back and saw chatterer right yeah 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 but yeah like, saw I we, yeah. yeah like because the thing was i thought chatterer chatterer was a bit more of a biter yeah, he's not chattering he's not chattering yeah, no, he's more no. yeah he's not really chattering he's just kind of no. like he's like you know idly chewing his fingernails or something you know it's just like yeah. didn't have the same uh yeah frozen like said, thing it had kind yeah. of like a uh, that kind of uh if it was like a uh, varied from a to a full-on like mm. whirring clockwork mm. you know that That's and cool. give it that kind of that kind of unsettling almost um boat on a on a on an ocean sort of lolling that whirring clicking oh yeah back yeah and forth. That would yeah. have been cool. That would have been cool. That kind of, yeah, yeah. Given, given an unsettling. One thing I did like, um, and this is re- I'm really being charitable here with Chatterer, but his, <laughs> his jaws kind of off center, and it, it's it's yeah, like he's, maybe, you know not. When you said that. Yeah, it's, it's like it's been pulled slightly askew. It's like it's subtle, yeah. and it could just be the actor, you know, has a problem with his underbite. I don't know, but <laughs> it's just you know, it was something like they all look kind of icky this is something that this movie mm. does really well is the icky factor mm. um it's it's not hokey real-time effects of, of rubber and latex even though obviously it is mm. but yeah. it's it doesn't look like it no it doesn't at all not, it's great it's not super it's clean makeup. cgi you know that's, um yeah yeah I thought I thought it, it doesn't it doesn't look it doesn't look like clean CGI in a way it's it's done no, discreetly. No. no, well, it's a modest budget as well. This one was a real low budget. Oh, well, it was a modest budget, mm. and I liked the production design. I liked how they had the building covered in scaffolding to sort mm-hmm. of look like a a box, and the skylights how yes. they look like the, the patterns of you can see Leviathan in the roof and everything. Mm. That was really good. Um, and that was a really interesting uh, little little piece that I didn't see coming. Is like you think I've built a fortress, but I've built a cage. A cage. He'd, yeah. he'd, sink, he'd, he'd like trapped the Cenobites in different compartments, which I thought. Yeah. I mean, that was a hell of a long shot, but you know, hey, it it works, drives the plot forward, and yep. you know, yep. I, I was quite impressed. And and of course, again, the priest, very understated, is just standing there. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, she says things like. She touches the stem. She's like, "You built all this for us," mm. <laughs> and she's like, "You know, I didn't build it for you. I built it for me." Blah blah. blah. And she's like, "Very well. 
let us in and we will discuss your displeasure or your grievances or something like you know very mm-hmm. very understated and you know you just get the impression that this is a snake that's like tightly coiled and seems to be quite quiescent and yet there's a lot of tension behind that thing and it's waiting to strike you know mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. the impression you get with with the priest you know to actually yeah, that's sure. it, you know yeah, go back yeah. to go back to void he's he's there you know with the thing in his chest is before he gets it taken out and um you know he's begging for death and you know whatever and uh the priest you know is standing over him just gently touches his face and says maybe we misjudged you you know all your life all of your conquests have not been towards pleasure they've been towards power mm-hmm. so maybe you would like mm-hmm. the the power configuration you know like yes like a power yes because she says earlier, gifts cannot be returned. They can only be exchanged. Exchanged, yeah. And, you know, uh, it's like you wonder, oh, okay, is, do you have to, like, swap with someone else or, you know, whatever? If not you, another, something like that. And instead, you know, so she she's like, here, you know, you can have, instead of the um, pleasure, you can have power. So they And that's when they take the thing out and he spews all these bits and pieces mm. up. And we get that really cool end scene with him in Leviathan with, and, and, and see what's going on in yeah. there. And then that big smile, the, the, the big, you know, the skin the, the peeled Richter back screen. and mm. the Richter screen and, and yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, the change was just really cool. And I like the fact Which that she was, was able to kill really Chatterer. Really I liked it. Yeah, I like that fact that she yes, thought, okay, you've got two more. Really good one. And mm-hmm. yeah, she managed to kill kill one of the centerbites, and I was like, okay, this is cool. This mm. is good. This is a nice a nice twist. Um, mm. I've kind I, I I wasn't really that blown away by the um, Trevor twist. You know how Trevor was working for no Voight. It was like okay, yeah. I mean, I suppose watching it we've, again, you could see that. Um, yeah, we we've we've talked about this before. Uh, this is something that I have a little bit of a problem. Is like villains or even or even heroes with really long-term plans so if you go to seven mm-hmm. the other movie seven yep. um john doe is planning things a year in advance yeah like, it would have been a totally different story if mills hadn't been transferred at that time like if if uh mm. somerset had got a totally different partner so it's like okay all right but it's a good enough movie that you kind of overlook that yeah, same with uh, De yeah. silver in um skyfall like he's he's planning his escape from um mi6 headquarters but not mi6 headquarters their temporary headquarters because he makes them move. Like, it's <laughs> like right. he's playing 5d yeah. chess here when you, when you play you know, when you play like... it backwards it doesn't quite work <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but uh, again De Silva is such a, a great villain. He's, I would yeah. say he's my favorite Bond villain. Uh, you kind of let Sky, it fly. Skyfall is my favorite Bond film. There you go. Mm, I I would say I would put Skyfall maybe number two behind Casino Royale. <gasps> I, I I know. <laughs> I, I, I swap. It's a personal those. attack. <laughs> no. It's a personal attack. I choose to um, be offended. <laughs> and now I don't. Um, and and the world keeps it's a, turning. You know? It's as simple as that. You can just, just that's it. we, we, that's we okay. just get along. Yeah, it's get along. Um, Cine Royale is fantastic. It's, it's such a good reintroduction of Bond. It was so mm. good. So so good. Yeah. Skyfall Skyfall to me just had that depth, like I say, the the, the villain mm. was just so good. Happy about him. He's definitely the best I love you. there's no question. I was genuinely mm. unsettling. He's he's genuinely scary. <laughs> You know? My my favorite scene is uh, him, him and Bond just when they the interrogation and he's just having a go at Bond. 
It's like, you know, how much did you get in your shooting test? Yeah. You know, it's like 43. <laughs> no, no. You know, you're no good, Bond. You're getting old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Yeah, they're lying to you. They're lying to you. Exactly. Instead of doing a bit of gaslighting. She, she but sent you it's kind after of true me as knowing, well. that you, knowing that you were not ready, knowing that you would probably die. Yeah. What is yeah. this other than a betrayal? Yeah, and yeah, and when you, you put know, it that way, he's uh, not really lying, is he? He's, he's not. No, he's not he's, lying. He's just putting exactly. it in a different way. And, and I, even, really I even that. liked, I even liked the the little. Um, oh, you wouldn't call it teens, but like the the, the modern speak where no, oh that that was good. That was that really was good. good. That was good. But the the um the bit where he's like um he recites the psych evaluation is like unresolved yes. trauma due to childhood blah 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 mm. oof, oof. <laughs> he just goes in, he just goes oof it's just that reaction <laughs> he's just so good he's so good in it yeah. oof and how he's yeah and he's like under yeah like you say he's like undoing Bond's shirt and he's like are you sure this is about mm-hmm. uh, you know um, Q about and, Q, uh, M. Uh, about is this about, uh, about M uh, or is it, and he's like, this is about you and me and me and and, and yeah, 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 and, you know, yeah. whatever. It's just what very, makes you think good. I haven't done this before? Oh, <laughs> Mister Bond. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's funny when you notice when you notice that as soon as he turns it around, because the Silver's trying to use these tactics to get to Bond, mm. right? And as soon as Bond shuts him down, you can see him just immediately change. You know, mm-hmm. as, soon, as soon as he says, ah, oh, shit, Bond's got the upper hand, he gets up and walks yeah. away. Oh, Mister Bond, you know, that's yeah. He's like, ah, oh, shit, that didn't it's, work. Yeah. He becomes very glib. He's like, you've been running yes. after me for us. Your niece must be killing you. <laughs> you know, he tries yeah, to be yeah, really yeah. glib. Yes. Um, that's, We've sidetracked, uh, yeah. We've, we have sidetracked. But <laughs> I, I, the thing is that, you know, when you have these, like, long-term plans for, for or, or, like, oh, I plan to do that all along, if you're invested in the story, you know, Seven, mm. Skyfall, and, you know, Hellraiser, mm. it's 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 acceptable you know it's like we were talking about like when you're invested in something the little speed humps about halfway through the film it's sort of in hellraiser going back to it was it was a bit laggy sort of lost its track and Mm -hmm. lost its focus and then it sort of came back third act was really Mm -hmm. good first act was quite good third act really good the middle a little bit funny but with hellraiser which we must now call hellraiser 22 because Mm -hmm. there's now two Mm -hmm. hellraisers the hellraiser 22 doesn't ask for permission from the previous movies oh yeah Um, yeah that was that's a big one um yeah so many so so refreshing So many reboots of series or movies that or properties that have been in cryogenics for a while, you know, no one's heard of them. They'll they'll get a cameo from the original series. So mm-hmm. you know, think of Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Of Actually, whoever, not Afterlife. You know, like yeah, Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. The, the, yeah. the other one. Yeah. yeah, the other one. There's there's all, all kinds of these things where they have to. The new movie feels like it needs to ask permission from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. original movie and it's a lack of confidence and we didn't really get that with hellraiser 22 which i really appreciated the At closest all. thing we had is obviously the priest looks very much like pinhead but it's definitely mm. a new take on pinhead you know there's there's no yep. you can see it's almost like a re it's a reiteration of the same thing same character you know uh the the, the yep. needles have little pearls on them it pinhead's mm. a woman mm. uh, they're not wearing black leather anymore they're wearing human mm. leather things yep. like that um, the androgyny is really uh, quite cool. Yeah, I like it. Yes, yes. Uh, the only thing we do have is uh, there's a line where she says, um, we have such sights to show you. But by then, it's at the end of the movie. And it's it's mm-hmm. 
Absolutely, mm. it's totally on. It's very ap- very appropriate. And she says it in her own way, well, it's, and yeah, exactly. it, it's fine. You sort of, I didn't notice it until a little bit after it. You know, I, was, I sort of, I was mm. there, they go, yeah, there it is, there it is. I wasn't waiting because <laughs> I wasn't waiting for stuff like that because that because they yeah. hadn't done that through the film, right? I wasn't they're not yeah. constantly calling back, constantly to the calling movies, back, like ah, yep, yep, yeah, because it wasn't yes. that when she said it, it was it was so much more. <laughs> appropriate mm. to that part in the film rather than oh there it is mm. and which i really appreciated because the because uh, that line is in response to giving voight uh the gift of power and she says we yep. have such sites to so- show you um mm. our our power comes in the sovereignty of anguish i think and the dominion of pain something well, gee, like you're that. good for remembering that Some, yeah. something like yeah. that it's you yeah. know it, i just i remember that it's like something about it's the sovereignty of pain or the sovereignty of pain. that's where our power comes from you know one thing i did like seeing him get you know kind of effectively crucified it was cool he, it was there good yes yeah. staring at the white light like he can't look away from it and we we mm-hmm. see his eyes blink and they go black sort of thing mm-hmm. you know as I say, I you know I again just armchair critic here. I I would definitely, if it was me, given the context, I would have taken his eyelids, and I would have mm. you know made mm. you know that would have I think because it's the kind of thing that would have people going, yeah, yeah, kind of like when you watch someone putting a contact lens in. I mean, I yeah. wear contact lenses, but I can't really watch someone do it. You know, it's just, <laughs> ah. I, do, I can do it myself. That's no problem. But if I'm yeah. watching someone doing it, I'm like, I'm squinting. I'm like, so that's yeah, guys who can this... pop their eyes out. Those world record oh, holders that pop their eyes out. You yeah, can see the yeah. eyeball just sort of clinging into the. Uh, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That, yeah. That, Actually, that's, a, that. that's a really cool idea. That was one improvement that I reckon <laughs> would have made it so much better. He just can't look away. He can't. He can't. He can't not look. He can't not look. And it makes me wonder about his power. Like, because he's been given the gift of power, but obviously mm. he has to basically move into the Leviathan sort of thing. He has to move into mm-hmm. the box, as it were. Um, so what's his power? Is his power that he's able to partake in the anguish? Is it that he's able mm. to experience it, but he can't actually do anything? Like it's, it's yeah, no, it makes like you, you think. You, you yeah. have no interaction with the world, but you- A powerless god or something. Everything. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like he has, he has the power, but he doesn't have the power. It's almost like mm. he's omniscient or an omnipotent or whatever you want to call it. Well, he's, and, he's omniscient, but he's impotent. But, he's impotent mm. because he can't do anything. Yeah, so um, he has the power, but he can't use it. Can, but he, oh. he can see everything. So when the priest gets another victim- you know, he gets to partake in that without having to do anything, yeah. but he also yeah. can't do anything. So what do you reckon? Final thoughts? I, I think it's kind of a, a harbinger, harbinger of doom if we start saying, yeah, the, the series is back on whatever. <laughs> no. um, because the next movie will, you know, could very well be crap. But Maybe it, premature if they, if excitement, yes. This, yeah, it, I think if they can use this not as a template, but just remember what this film remembered, like, you know, Yep. You are taking place, your, your story is taking place within a certain universe that has its own law, so respect that law, but it doesn't mean that you have to just fan service it. You don't need to just reference it all yeah. the goddamn time. Because there's, um, there's so many stories that, I mean, this was a really good story. They, they built on hmm. the configuration. They built on the elements of the box. I think they can probably add to that. I've, I've always felt hmm. that 
the, the puzzle solving element was a bit vague for me. Mm-hmm. I reckon because you can see that the box has certain patterns. Mm. It makes more and sense we to even me. We learn that, that there's different different shapes mean different things. Different things. So why not you just know, build on that yeah. a little bit, and then you can maybe have mm. a couple of experts in the box and. Just just built on that a little bit more, mm. I, I think. But there's so many stories you can tell with this, and mm. um, this was a good start for it. But it's placed at the moment at number two underneath the original Hellraiser on a lot of lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You've got you've got sort of Hellraiser 87, then you've got this one, then you've got Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, mm. Hellbound. Um, they chop and change depending on the list, but I think yeah. that's well des- I think it's well deserved as a, as a nice comeback. So mm. overall, this is quite good. Um, a little slow, but it introduced mm. enough to keep it interesting, I thought. And actually, just uh, I know we've done final thoughts, but I think one thing you talk about the different configurations and how there's kind of we, we introduced to different shapes mean different things. You know, there's mm. resurrection, there's power, and there's you know whatever. Her choice is to not take a gift, which is well, yeah. no, I don't want your yeah. gift. Yeah. And so the priest says, "You have chosen a life of regret, despite all the pain that you've caused to yourself and to others. Yeah. Everything that you've lost, you will always be wondering what you could have had. You have chosen a, a life of regret. You have chosen the lament configuration. So it kind of makes sense that it's called the lament configuration yes. because, it, and that's why we always find it in the cube state because mm-hmm. that's it's in the human realm. It's probably going to be in." this defining characteristic of humanity, which is regret. You know, there's we always regret turning left instead of right. You know, what if, what would have happened if I'd have done this? What would have happened if mm-hmm. I'd have done that? Thanks, guys. Until next yes. time. I yes, hope you this enjoyed has it. been The Frick, and we still don't know what The Frick we're talking about. <laughs> so press F in the comments. <laughs> Bye. Bye.